Welcome to the Burgundy Blues Podcast, a show dedicated to our fantasy football league as we continue our journey to obtain the coveted Burgundy Jacket. I am Mackenzie Smith, joined tonight by no one. <laughs> I am alone, and that's okay. But I have the internet. Maybe uh, maybe we'll get some people in here and chat to kind of chime in on how things are going. But uh, flying solo tonight. And you know what? That's totally fine. Totally okay with that because I am in the playoffs. I don't need anybody else. Typically, the other people here are not in the playoffs. So that's that's fine. I'll work with it. Um, not only am I in the playoffs, but am also the number one seed in the league. The Pillow Fighters have pillow fought their way to victory. And uh, here we are. I don't know why this camera's shaking so much. Probably because I'm so excited. But, uh, yeah. Pillow Fighters are here. Solo Pillow Fighter show. Um, but just to kind of talk about a couple things going on lately. There's been some big news. Big news is the Diggy playoffs have been settled. Um, Diggy playoffs are settled. Big move here. Uh Something that's been just a problem of uh, trying to trying to figure out who's gonna who's gonna be in that. Whether it's a it's been confusing because in the past we've done it in a way of an actual diggy bowl, and so the term gets thrown around diggy bowl pretty often. But there's a, that's actually not how it's working this year. Um, you know, we've had lots of discussion about it, but this year it's just going to. Actually, we've got a quote from uh, from Big Brain himself, Logan Wells. This has been screenshotted, should be written down and uh, signed, whatever. But uh, set in stone here, worst overall record. If a tie results from that, then lowest points. Four wins the diggy. Set up matchup that's previously discussed, which is going to be uh, the way ESPN does it for the first two weeks and then week 16 I think we're just going to switch it up to make sure that no one plays the second person twice uh, bench points will break up match up ties as always so there you go diggy set in stone that's what's happening um, yeah so that's really the the big news of the week um, I don't really have don't really have, I guess if I guess if I see two people maybe in chat. So if you are there, um, a discussion I've thought about is trades happening around this time of year. Because the way we we decided, I mean, most everyone in our league is honest enough to where we're not going to have any weird collusion trades or anything like that happening. Um, you know, no one's no one's going to do anything stupid, but. It's just, it feels like a very odd time to make a trade. Um, I know Luke had said, like, his whole team is up for trade or something. He wants to trade Mahomes and Chris Carson. But I uh, I don't know. It, it just seems to be, like, I feel like at this point, you have your roster. You know, they got you to, the, to where you're at. Um, and it's just hard to make moves at this time, which makes sense for the trade deadline to be a couple weeks ago. I'm not saying that we need a trade deadline, just saying uh, I think that it would be very interesting if there was a trade made 
around this time of year, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I actually looked myself and looked through a couple lineups just to see if there would be anybody that uh, would be worth trading or, or, or offering. I mean, I don't see, I don't see any big, I just don't see any big moves happening. Um, but I do find it interesting that we still have our, our trades open and I don't know if they actually ever close. Um, maybe they do actually, I am going to, uh, take a look at that real quick because I feel like trade deadline, December 20th. So that is going to be, um, the end of the season, right? This week. And then the next two weeks, so it does stay open for for the end of, until the remainder till the end of the season, and we'll just uh, I don't know. I would like to see one happen, but I don't know if it actually will. Interesting to me. Closes after week sixteen. Says Colton in chat. Uh, yeah. So there you go. December twentieth is uh, is that. But um, all right. So let's move it along here. Uh, to some week 13 matchup highlights. <clears throat> no scary Harry this week. He's probably real upset because he lost to me um, Some in some weird and whatever way. I had a couple guys blow up, but um, yeah, so no scary Harry. I'm going to do my best to go through, just hit the highlights of recent matchups um, from week 12, and then we'll move on to... Um, move on to week 13 and uh, talk about everybody's matchup. No matchup of the week this, this week because they're all important and there's only like four. So it shouldn't be, um, shouldn't be too hard here. So let's take a look at week 13 and then move it on to week 14 actually. Um, so we'll start with mine and scary Harry himself, the scary Harry tears uh, this week. I, I'll give the bonehead when it's time for the bonehead, but at this moment, um, I I have to give an honorable one to myself, and I would have totally given it to myself had I lost this matchup, but um, I started Nick Foles over Deshaun Watson. Nick Foles ended up with negative three, Deshaun Watson at 27 and a half against New England. I ended up coming away... Uh, with the win, 110 points over Hayden's 75 points. Uh, Nick Foles, negative three points, 93 yards, and an interception was pulled from this game. Didn't uh, didn't even finish out the game. Bringing in Gardner Minshew again, who shows up and is able to get me some more points from D.D. Westbrook um, because they have a great connection. And, uh, yeah, I was ha- happy about that. But Nick Foles, man, what a turd of a play. Uh, I couldn't believe that. Um, but And then another highlight from my matchup is Devontae Parker. Seven receptions, 159 yards, and two touchdowns for 30.5 fantasy points is insanity. If I win this year, it will be on the back of Devontae Parker, uh, which is a solid waiver pickup in like week seven or whatever. That was He's just been chilling on my bench for a while. Um uh, Hayden on the other side, downfall was Sammy Watkins. So this was a this was a bomb that I threw onto the waivers, uh, you know, and 
it didn't feel that great about it because still I still would ha- have a little bit of hope that Sammy Watkins would do what uh, what he did in Week One, um, but that it just hasn't it just hasn't worked at all. He's he's just been he's been awful, um, so so hard to um, get anything done with Watkins, and then the fact that Hayden picks him up and plays him against me, and Sammy Watkins gets zero points is glorious, um, and then Carlos Hyde. Uh, going up against the um, going up against the New England defense is a tough play, but at the same time, he's got Duke Johnson down there. It's same secondary running back catching all the passes, sixteen and a half fantasy points. Um, so you take out Sammy, you take out Duke Johnson, and maybe Hayden would have had a chance here with my terrible quarterback play. But moving on to Colton, Colton versus Forrest. 71 Colton to Forrest 111. Uh, this resulted in Forrest into the playoffs and Colton down into the, the Diggy playoffs. So, uh, downfalls here. We've got uh, big stuff happening on Forrest's team with Julian Edelman, 19 points. Miles Sanders, 18 and a half. Still getting it done in Philadelphia against Miami. Um, Jameis Winston, a bit of a down game, only 10 points, um, only uh, no interceptions, only one fumble for Jameis in this game. Um, so, But still still had a great game, and of course he's got Chris Godwin as well um, that got him seven. But Keenan Allen bounced back game this week. Um, not, I guess not necessarily a bounce back, but... It seemed like he's been under the radar. Actually, the past three weeks for Keenan Allen have been great. 15, 17, and 11. But before that, I mean, six straight weeks of fantasy production under 10 points. So Keenan Allen is looking good right now um, with some okay matchups coming forward. Colton, Sony Michelle. Uh, you know what? I, and and I, I'll go ahead, go ahead and do it. While we're here, I guess, because, uh, oh, hang on. You know what? The drops are always messed up, but you know what? It deserves a good one, so here it is. Boy, have you lost your mind, because I'll help you find it. That's for you, Colton, and and it's not to, not any jabs taken here, but the only reason is is because you took a big loss, and, I mean, just take your take your pick here, bud. We've got, we've got... My, Mark Andrews on the bench, which I get being a little afraid there um, against San Francisco, <clears throat> but San Francisco is not exactly uh, just total dominant against tight end, so that might have been okay um, with uh, how great Mark Andrews has been this year. It's really tough to sit him, um, but San Francisco, I understand. I understand sitting Emmanuel Sanders. Joe Mixon, the trade, Joe Mixon in for the jet against the Jets? I don't get it. Your out bench score your your bench outscored your team. You can give me the bonehead. There you go. It's all yours. Uh it's and it's it's just so many. Like there's so many different things here that, that could have been uh could have been made. Uh I don't get the starts. I don't get the Sony Michelle start over the the Joe Mixon after you made the trade. Um you gotta go down with what you with what you get here. Uh, Joe Mixon looks great the rest of the season. Um, you know, you got a couple guys here that could have been some flyers and ended up having big games. Um, 
Robbie Anderson uh, and uh, James Washington on the bench with 19 points. Robbie Anderson with 13 and a half. And it, I mean, yeah, you know, you, you say in chat, uh, the Jets were supposed to shut down the run. Who told you that, Matthew Barry? We've already talked about this. We don't listen to Matthew Barry. Um, yeah, for sure. So there, there you go. Um, that's a tough one. And in this matchup, could have, might have. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and do the math, but things might have turned out a lot differently had you made the right decisions. Um, a couple other guys did the same thing in our league, but this was definitely the this is the worst of uh, of that of that stuff. But um, big plays on your side, though. Welcome back, Devontae Adams. Six for 64 and two touchdowns. Um, you know, the past two weeks have been, he's, he's been getting up there. But the touchdowns this week, he got a touchdown last week. And then uh, another, um, another, uh, the fantasy footballers, uh, another one. Two this week against the Giants, one against San Francisco. So he's got Washington, Cincinnati, and Minnesota. Washington and Cincinnati should be okay matchups for Devonta Adams. Um, yeah, that'll be a great play. Finally, I know you've waited on that. You spent a lot on him in the draft. Um, moving on to Jay Clark versus Logan. Uh, Jay Clark, 132.5 to Logan, 71. Similar situation here. I know we give him a lot of crap for uh, always starting both the the Lions receivers, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, at the same time. Um, but uh, Kenny Galladay, twenty three points. Marvin Jones, eleven and a half. Um, it's it's just a tough tough thing to see. Uh, he's also got Mike Williams on the bench with thirteen and a half. That would have been a hard play, but. Um. Yeah. Um. This is uh. This is this is tough. A lot of a lot of plays over here could have been bigger. Um. I don't remember. Was this the was this the matchup last week? No, the matchup was you and was Colton and Forrest last week. So not this one. I always feel like Logan's in the matchup of the week because he has some close ones. But um, went with the play of Jonathan Williams. Only got fourteen yards. Two and a half fantasy points. Uh, Hunter Henry only two fantasy points. Two receptions for ten yards against Denver. Not a lot you can do about that. Um, and then Christian Kirk three and a half. DJ Shark against Tampa Bay. Um, this was just a. This is this is Nick Foles. If uh, Gardner Minshew had been in this entire game, then you would have seen some different stuff here from DJ Shark. And uh, next. Next week should be fine if Gardner gets to start, which I feel like he should. But uh, Mark Ingram against San Francisco, I mean, uh, that's going to be – that's a tough one with uh, with their defense. But, of course, you know, I guess we could talk about Jay Clark and Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey only 12.5 points this week. 14 carries, 44 yards, 7, ca- seven catches for 58 yards, which is still stupid. Those receptions are very dumb. Um, but he didn't get a touchdown, didn't get as many carries, or didn't get as many yards after the carry this uh, this week as previous weeks. So, um, And against Washington, too. Washington hasn't been that bad. Um, James White. This is this was the, uh, I think, th- they're getting creamed, and they're just, 
trying to go out with a bang here. James White, 32 fantasy points, two receiving touchdowns. Um, that's crazy. Cooper Cup's back, 15 points, six for 65 and a touchdown. DJ Moore. Uh, and then Kareem Hunt. Colton's got Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt here, seven for forty-six and thirty-five, and with thirteen and a half fantasy points. So um, that's great. But uh, starting Sam Darnold over Tom Brady. I, I, Tom Brady has been down. Um, I, I don't know what Jordan's plans are going forward with Brady, if he's going to be in the lineup or not. But that'll be into that matchup. So let's look ahead here. Uh, Jay Bell versus uh, Luke. As I pour beer, beer down my shirt. Uh, Jay Bell, 61.5. Luke, 115.5. There's a lot of pillow fights this week between opposing teams. That's three in a, three in a row around 70 points for, with the opponents. So that's, that's, what, that's what I get each week. You guys are better than that. Jay Bell, 61.5. Tyler Lockett. Zero points against Minnesota. Zero for zero for zero in this game. What in the world? Why? Uh, not one that I watched. Not one that I really... Um, ugh. Yeah, there's a headline here from Yates that Lockett is the most confusing player in fantasy. I mean, but why? I don't understand. I don't know that I have a reason for for why that's happening when he's been so good up until week 10. And then coming off the bye week, it's just... What's happening? Russell Wilson, too. I mean, what's what's the deal? But uh, Alvin Kamara, a down game for only 10 fantasy points. Aaron Jones. We've got lots of Packer problems here. Um, Aaron Jones has laid two stinkers in a row, uh, 11 for 18, 13 for 38, both four and three fantasy points. Um, the most confusing, confusing player in fantasy is OBJ. Uh, I wouldn't say he's confusing. I think that it's. Pr- I think he just needs to be on the bench, and uh, that's that's the end of the conversation. So, uh, but um, I didn't even look at OBJ. Do we want to go back and, and have this conversation? Uh, OBJ three and a half, three for twenty nine. OBJ is on Colton's team. Uh, he's got Cincinnati, Arizona next. So cool. I don't know if you're you're into that, but um, maybe. It's like you're speaking a foreign foreign language. Hey, well, welcome to uh, the fantasy football fun times here. Uh, all right, where were we? Jay Bell versus Luke. Um, Tyrell Williams, another tough start. Two two rough weeks, um, and you expect more against the Giants in Kansas City. Um, but that's uh, yeah, man, Jay Bell. It's a he had a great start, had a few great games, carried on the back of Rodgers a few weeks. But um, are you going to continue to start Aaron Rodgers going forward? Uh, Washington has been pretty solid. You got Chicago and Minnesota. Uh, he's also got Dak Prescott on the bench. I know you don't want the diggy. I know you don't want it. But this is this is looking to be a diggy team from this from this matchup. So uh, talk about Luke. Coming up here, Chris Carson still 16 and a half and a touchdown, but had an injury. Um, but Rashad Penny also on Luke's bench, a good pickup, good handcuff, 74 yards and two touchdowns for 24 fantasy points. Um, I don't know if Carson is out this week, 
Uh, no, he's in. He's in. Matthew Barry says to start both Chris Carson and Rashad Penny. So I would not do that, but if Luke wants to do that, then go ahead. Um, Travis Kelsey, super solid, 11 and a half. He's been great lately, as he should be. Um, but Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes um, ha- has a very tough schedule going forward. Um, but he's Pat Mahomes, and they're the Chiefs. Uh, we've got New England next week, and it's it's going to be tough. Going to be tough to start. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you sit him down. Uh, you can say the same thing about what I said with Deshaun Watson, and I sat him down and got negative three from Nick Foles. So uh, don't be afraid against the Patriots. Don't be afraid. Calvin Ridley with 13 points, eight reception, 91 yards. He's been very solid, even against a good New Orleans defense. Um, all right, last matchup here, Diggins versus Antoine. Diggins coming away 123.5 to 119. Another close matchup. I feel like Antoine's in a close matchup every week. Um, but uh, tonight, uh, or this past week, um, couldn't, couldn't make it happen. And I think it came down to, let me see here. I uh, don't remember when. No, Antoine was done pretty early. It was Diggins that needed. Diggins needed like five points from Dalvin Cook and ended up getting ten and a half. So that's what that's what the deciding factor was. But Bill Mayer, negative one. Uh, Diggins had the Philadelphia defense for negative one. Amari Cooper, a little bit of a bounce back here. I know after two two pretty rough weeks, zero last week, the the Tower Lockett of this week just gooses across the board. Zero, zero, zero. Um, and this week went 8 for 85 in 12 for 12 fantasy points. Not 12 touchdowns. That would be uh, that would be rough. George Kittle, 2 for 17 and 2 fantasy points in Baltimore. Uh, the lowest game so far from George Kittle. This is probably what hurt Antoine the most because his team is usually really consistent with uh, – with putting up consistent numbers and being able to put up 120 a week. Uh, thank you to the Buffalo Bills for that. But yeah, getting only two from George Kittle. Um, if that had been more, it would have secured you the win. So that's a that's a bummer. Um, I like Tyler Boyd lately in um, Cincinnati. Five for 59, uh, 13 and a half fantasy points. Second week with a touchdown. He's got Cleveland this week. Um, Andy Dalton back. AJ Green is done. They are the Bengals, but we're just talking fantasy. I think that I, I like Tower Board. I think that that's a consistent, consistent thing, consistent play. Uh, I wonder if we'll we'll talk about matchups in Week 14 going forward. But um, I wonder if Diggins is sticking with the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles. So with that, let's move on to. Make sure we're not skipping anything here. Um, moving on to round one of the playoffs. Matchup number one, myself versus no one. Matchup number two, Jay Clark versus no one. Two bye weeks, number one seed, number two seed. Uh, next, we've got Hayden versus Luke. So, single elimination. Whoever wins moves on down to, to Diggy territory. And whoever loses... Or whoever wins. Wait, I don't know what I said. You know what I mean. 
Uh, if you lose, you're done. If you win, you continue. All right, looking at Hayden's team. A projection here, Hayden 117, Luke 116. A difference of 0 0.7 according to this full PPR BS that we continue to see here. Um, but let's let's take a look at Hayden's team. Um, Hayden's got some tough matchups this week. Lamar Jackson of Buffalo. Buffalo's defense has been solid. Um, but Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. He's still projected for 21 and a half. I think that you're still going to get 20 from him. Um, that's pretty locked in. Uh, Melvin Gordon against Jacksonville defense. That's 20, ranked 27th against running backs. I think that that's pretty solid. Um, but then everything else looks pretty grim. Um, two big guys that have hurt Hayden a lot are James Conner and Adam Thielen. Uh, both injuries. James Conner not playing this week. Adam Thielen also out. Maybe. He's currently questionable, but I couldn't imagine that he's going to be um, he's going to be back in by, um, by game time. Both are Sunday Sunday games. Um, not taking a shot on Will Fuller this week, also with an injury. But, um, yeah, so you've got Detroit. Um, I, is Stafford coming back? I'm, I'm not sure. Um not sure if Stafford's healthy. I think I got a sleeper alert um, this week talking about how he's on track, but I don't know, don't know if he's actually playing. Um, Hayden also picked another bomb from me, Matt Burita. Could be a good play against Arizona, but Arizona has been okay against running backs lately, so I don't know what uh, I don't know what you get out of that. And does he get his boy Austin Hooper back? This Austin Hooper return. Um, this Hayden has just been plagued by injuries. Has made some good trades happen. Lots of good, he's got a fantastic team, but it's lots of injuries happening here and tough matchups. Tough, tough, tough. Big wide receiver Tyree Kill going up against New England. Talked about how you know you may not be afraid with Pat Mahomes, but um, Tyree Kill going up against. Um, is it Lattimore? Um, or maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. But yeah, Tyree Kill could be shut down. He's also very fast, so um, take it take it as you will. Similar situation happening with Luke. Michael Thomas is in one wide receiver going up against San Francisco, who are this ranked second against uh, fantasy wide receivers. And so I, I don't think Michael Thomas will be shut down, but I don't think that you get that huge number one fantasy production that you've been seeing, as Scary Harry says himself. Um, Michael Thomas had a little bit of a down game last week against Atlanta. Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons. So I, I'd be scared of that. And that's one of Luke's biggest plays. Also, Kelsey, another big play against New England. Um, I think he'll be okay. I don't think that there's much much to worry about there. Um, but but he's he's taking Matthew Berry's advice. We're starting Chris Carson and Rashad Penny um, against the Rams. This is a divisional matchup, and um, you know Matthew Berry is it a bad idea? I don't know. Um, I wouldn't do it myself, but if if they do anything like they did last week then this is a solid play. 
The issue is that I don't know who Luke plays in place of Rashad Penny. Brandon Cooks has been an absolute bust over the past six weeks, um, maybe even the whole season. So uh, you're not putting in Brandon Cooks. Jordan Howard, we gave him a hard time about it, but he's been he's been out. Um, I don't know, man. If A.J. Brown was healthy, I think that I would play A.J. Brown over Rashad Penny, but I don't know what you do. This is a uh, this is tough. So I guess I guess I guess it's in there because it's the best that can happen. But if I'm gonna pick a winner this week, I'm still picking. Um, I'm still gonna pick Luke. Didn't talk about Derrick Henry, the human vending machine. Um, that uh, you know he will run you over. Death by vending machines. And uh, the vending machine with legs. That's what it was. That was that was the. Scary, hairy comment there. But, yeah, I'm going with Luke in this matchup. Uh, All right. Next up is... So that was a playoff matchup. Next up is another playoff matchup. Forrest versus Antoine. So the winner of this one will go on to play Jed Clark. And so Forrest team, we've got Jameis Winston again. Todd Gurley coming back. Todd Gurley has been... um, I guess, oh, hang on, getting some bad stuff here. Okay, yeah, Todd Gurley has been great lately. Um, you're starting to see more, more of the Todd Gurley that you need. Again, like I said with Seattle, divisional matchup. Um, I think that it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be tight. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, and they've been using Gurley a lot more, so that's not a bad place. Miles Sanders has been on fire. That's locked and loaded. Ooh, Julio Jones and Julian Edelman both hurt. Let's see what these injuries are. Uh, Julio Jones, shoulder injury, limited participant. I feel like that he always has an injury or he always is sitting out practice just because he does like the veteran veteran sit uh, problem last year. I think Julio Jones is still locked and loaded and that's going to be a great matchup. But um, I didn't realize how well Kansas City is doing against their defense is doing against... Uh, Wide receivers, great defenders against wide receivers, but Julian Edelman, um, that I don't think that I don't think I don't see anything wrong with that. Talked about Keenan Allen earlier about how he's starting to bounce back and that things have been great there. Um, and then Chris Godwin, solid. The Bears defense though against Dallas, this one is this one is a risky play. Um, I think I, I don't know about that one. Um, I, I guess I don't. I haven't really checked waivers. I don't really know what else what else could happen here but um the cowboys are going to put up points stack's going to sling the ball and um not quite as bad as they they seem out to be um but maybe for maybe forest maybe knows something that we don't um all right i didn't say projections here for this one maybe i did I uh, don't remember. Antoine, 121.5 to Forrest, 115.5. So still pretty close. Antoine, upper side with projections. Um, still running with the Bills. Josh Allen uh, against Baltimore. Josh Allen, John Brown, and Devil Sing- Devin Singletary against Baltimore. So this is a situation where we could see the Buffalo Bills and their fantasy production kind of come down to earth. And he's got so many of them. He's got to play all of them. Um, it's it's uh, this is going to be tough. And I don't think that you get. I don't think you hit the ceiling this week with those guys. I think that they're um, still solid plays, but 
Forrest has got some good players, and Antoine is going to need some big, some big boom plays this week. Um, you know, he's got Matt Ryan on the bench. That's a possibility to throw in there. I'm sure that'll be a hard decision. And then the pickup of Darius Geis this week. Can you flex Geis over Devin Singletary? Um, uh, my answer is no, but just because of how uh, the amount of carries that Devin Singletary gets and being the guy in Buffalo, but uh, Darius Geis coming off a huge week. 129 yards and two touchdowns with also Adrian Peterson uh, having a great game against Carolina. I didn't realize Carolina was so bad against running backs, but evidently so. He also has Alexander Madison, which would be a great play if Dalvin Cook is out, but I'm pretty sure he's in. Um, Austin Eckler still pretty solid. Nine for 16 and uh, 14 points last week coming up against Jacksonville. Not the best. Um, not the best running D, but, um, good stuff. And, and another positive side is Leonard Fournette with a good matchup against, uh, San Diego and he's been consistent. So I think that you see, I think that you see Fournette ceiling. I think that you see, uh, and you'll get a pretty average game from these, from these bills. The tight end situation though, George Kittle, is he playing this week? Is he not? Let's look at the injury, um, knee and ankle injury, uh, re- reported to be playing in limited fashion on Thursday. So that looks grim. Um, and I, and I, I didn't realize it, but maybe that's the reason for the low production last week. I don't know if he was pulled in that game or not. Um, but Antoine may have to make a pivot at tight end with, with George Kittle. So, um, I think that I am going to pick the underdog in this one. I like Forrest. I like a lot of his matchups more. I think that he has some players that can hit a higher ceiling, um, especially with Jameis Winston can have a great game and throw those picks and also many touchdowns. I think that can happen against Indianapolis. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Forrest. Two more here. Be a quick, quick matchup. Matchup highlights. Next up, we've got a... Uh, the first round of the diggy here. We've got Logan versus Diggins himself. How fitting it would be for Diggins to get the diggy. Here we are, Logan 114, Diggins 127. So Diggins is heavily favored. Um, well, by about 10 points. But Carson Wentz coming off a great game into um, into New York, New York Giants territory. Um, that'll be great, but two question marks here. Dalvin Cook says that he's good to go. Um, you know, he, he seems super confident in, um, getting out there again. Um, let's see what exactly, not seeing exactly what the injury was. Not sure why I'm missing that, but anyway, Dalvin Cook is, um, he's very, I don't want to say a risky play because he's, he's locked in if he's playing and he says that he's playing, but think about last year, think about last year with Dalvin cook. And I'm pretty sure it was a hamstring injury. I, I don't know if that's what it is this week or, or this week or not, but Dalvin cook was not healthy. And we have seen what Dalvin cook is like when he's healthy. 
And last year they rushed him back, rushed him back. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Get him in, get him in, get him in. And it was never, it, it was it was not what we see this year from Dalvin Cook. I think that's what's happening this week. I think that we get the same that same scenario where he's rushed back, not ready to go, and either gets pulled early or, um, you know, or, or has a very average week, um, and doesn't get doesn't get Diggins what he needs in order to secure this win. And that's why Alexander Madison, Alexander Madison might be a player that Antoine could just throw in there with hope that um, hope that Dalvin Cook gets pulled. I don't know. This is hard. Um, Saquon Barkley has not been what you want. Three great matchups going forward, though. Philadelphia, Miami, and Washington. Um, so, <sighs> he's got Eli. Eli's coming back, right? Uh, Daniel Jones with the injury, and so Eli Manning, backup backup quarterback coming in, um, and maybe this changes. Maybe this changes the game. When did uh, Daniel Jones come in? I want to say week three or four. First two weeks with Eli, we've got um, Saquon for eleven one twenty for one hundred twenty yards, eleven touches, one hundred twenty yards, eighteen for one hundred and seven. Both around 20 points for those first two weeks with Eli. Is that what you get? Philadelphia? I, against Philadelphia? I think Saquon's healthy. Um, I think that you see a higher ceiling than projected here for Saquon. So maybe that can help help out the Dalvin Cook. The Dalvin Cook worries um, from, from Austin this week. Allen Robinson. Um, Allen Robinson's a great play. Uh, this week, I like that um, against Dallas. Even though Dallas is good against um, against fantasy wide receivers, I think that this this is still a positive positive matchup. But um, and then Alshon Jeffrey, who are they throwing the ball to in Philadelphia? Alshon Jeffrey, Miami last week. Um, the Giants are arguably worse. No, not worse. They're probably not worse than Miami. But they're still ranked. Um, uh, what are they ranked here? Thirty-first. Okay, so yeah, they, that would be worse than Miami because um, Tampa Bay is thirty-second. But um, Alshon Jeffrey locked and loaded. Great stuff there. Nine receptions last week for a touchdown. Um, and then Cortland Sutton, uh, Drew Lock at quarterback last week. Um, Nobody else really getting the ball. What happened to Brandon Allen? Do we want Brandon Allen back? Um, that one of those weeks that Brandon Allen was playing, um, Cortland Sutton only got two and a half points. So, um, yeah, Eagles defense again. What's that like with Eli? D- does this does Eli somewhat? Is, is this an upgrade? I, I love that this could be a swan song for Eli Manning. Um, with Philadelphia, in Philadelphia, um, I'm excited to see what he's got. Excited to see what what can come of this. But um, and then Josh Jacobs, I got the alert this week that says he's been playing with like a broken shoulder or something for like since like week six. Um, I don't know if it was broken, but something. I mean, that is that's hardcore. That's that's Matt Burita hardcore. 
So, um, yeah. All right. Um, so good stuff from Diggins this week over on Logan's side of the ball. Russell Wilson, I've talked about the matchup against the Rams. I think that that's I think that there's going to be some magical stuff happening in this game. Um, it's a big game for both teams. Um, and so I think this is where you see I think this is where you see the Russell Wilson uh, go nuts in this game. Um, the last time that he played the Rams, he had four touchdowns, uh, 29 fantasy points. Uh, his second biggest fantasy week of the season. So it's huge plus side there. Um, moving on with the Logan Lev Bell in Miami would have been a great uh, would have been a great matchup, but um, let's see. Lev Bell he's sick this week. Did not practice on Thursday, um, but that uh, I, I bet he plays. If he plays, then that's a then that's a plus side. I don't think I don't think he misses. Um, not a lot to worry about there. Mark Ingram had a tough week last week um, against uh, San Francisco, and this week another tough matchup against Buffalo. But it could be. Um, I think that I think that it'll be a lot better than last week. But here we go though. Mar- Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay putting them in, starting them against Minnesota. Um, what else are you gonna do, man? Let it rip. Uh, I don't mind it this week. I think that's fine. But, uh, yeah, he's also got DJ Shark. If Gardner's back, this is great. Um, it looks like Shark has an injury. Let's see. What could that be? What's going on with Baby Shark? Uh, back. Limited in practice. Um, also, Chris Conley has an ankle injury, so that could be a great play. Man, this is this is a tough, tough, tough matchup to call here. Um Man, I, if Dalvin Cook is in, I think that Diggins walks away with this one no problem. But that injury is so scary. Um, and maybe I maybe I don't I'm not having a full understanding. Um, it's a chest injury, so maybe it's not it's not like it's another hamstring injury. So it could be he could be fine. He says he's good to go. He toughed it out last year. As I continue to talk about it, I'm convincing myself uh, I'm going with Diggins this week. And then final matchup of the week, we've got Colton versus Jay Bell. So another Diggy matchup here. Um, you got to get those points. You got to get those wins. Don't need any more losses. Colton coming in with the big play. This could be a big brain play. Maybe. I don't know. Ryan Tannehill. Um, I'm not even sure who he's been playing. Brees? Did you drop Drew Brees? That's interesting. Um, you did. Because he's got San Francisco this week, Indianapolis and Tennessee. So no one will be playing Drew Brees for the rest of the season. And that's totally fine. Um, just wasn't used to seeing Tannehill in your lineup. So... I like Ryan Tannehill this week. I think that's good. Uh, Nick Chubb, like best, you know, most rushing yards um, this season. He's had a great year against Cincinnati. Let's go. Uh, Start up Nick Chubb. And then you learn from last week, Joe Mixon um, going up against 
the Cleveland Browns, middle of the pack against running backs, but Joe Mixon, despite, I mean, Joe Mixon in Baltimore, uh, 30 for 114, 15 fantasy points and no touchdowns. I think you're fine with Joe Mixon this week. Um, and then Devontae Adams, Robbie Anderson. I love Robbie Anderson. Uh, my Jamison Crowder that I have is is not liking this, but um, the big reason why I picked up Jamison Crowder was because of this schedule coming forward, and it just happens to be Robbie Anderson reaping the benef- benefits of that. So that's a great play. Um, yeah, and then you've got your James Washington and Zach Pascal. Do you get a flip-flop this week? Does your bench outscore your... Uh, your starting lineup again, despite the uh, despite actually playing the right players. So I don't know. I think that you're fine, but that would be ridiculous. I like OBJ on the bench as well. Um, Aaron Rodgers against Washington against on J Bell over here. So quarterback battle this week is pretty pretty close. Um, but then we've also got Aaron Jones in Washington. He has to get it done in Aaron in uh, in Washington. Aaron Jones has to, um, but just four straight dud weeks, man. It, that's a tough. I have Aaron Jones in another league, um, in a league that I am in the final final four. It's an odd, um, odd fantasy playoff structure. Anyway, um, I don't think I'm going to play him. I don't trust him. I, I don't. I know it's a great matchup, but there's been other great matchups. Carolina. He smoked Carolina. Um, it's, uh, what do you do? What do you do? You got to play him. Um, Mike Evans um, against Indianapolis should be fine. Greg Olson appears to be out this week, but Tiger Higby last week was on fire. Seven for 107 and a touchdown. Um, in a divisional matchup against Arizona. Arizona's the worst against tight ends, but um, Seattle should be. I mean, S- Seattle is is up there too with, with points given to tight ends. So Tower Higby is probably going to be in this lineup. Um, and honestly, I think it might be a better play than Greg Olson anyway um, in this game. Marlon Mack is back. Um, so there's a a rhyme for you as well. But um, is he, is he playing with a club? Can you do that? I don't know. Cause he has the broken, um, broken hand, I think. So uh, that'll be, that'll be cool to see, but he's back. He's good to go suited up. Um, so that'll be a good matchup, but Marlon Mack against Tampa Bay. Who's, who's not given up a lot to running backs and Tevin Coleman against new Orleans. Who's not given a lot up to running backs. And then Camara in San Francisco, you know, you got two, three, and four here uh, ranking against your running backs. So that it just doesn't bode well. Um, and then Colton's matchups look great. And um, I've got to go with Colton on this one. I think that I think I think it's happening. But just because you lose this week, if J Bell loses and Colton wins, if Diggins lo- wins and uh, Logan loses, that might secure Diggins to be out of the running for the Diggy if he gets a win this week. Um, but the rest of you three could be 
you're safe. You're fine. Um, cause you also be tied, but, um, well not tied, but you know what I mean? It'll be, it's, it's going to be interesting to see, to see what happens there. So this is, this is not an end all be all week in down there with the diggy, but it is an end all be all week up in the playoffs. So, so get ready for that. Um, yeah. So I guess we're gonna, I guess I'll call it there going through all the matchups, all the things, um, my final thoughts this week is it feels good to be on a bye. I just get to sit back, relax, watch everybody stress out, and just chill and pray that none of my players tear their ACLs in week 14 so that I can come in strong for a pillow fight next week. But anyway, that's going to do it for me tonight. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.